Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited to bring you today's featured guest, Emerald Sinclair. Emerald, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And for anybody who may not know Emerald yet, she is an international speaker, author, and love coach. She works with successful and spiritual businesswomen who are tired of being alone, haven't had time for a relationship, and are absolutely ready right now to learn the proven steps to attract Mr. Right. She also coaches couples, people that are in relationships so that they can actually clearly communicate their needs and desires in order to feel heard and experience feeling love and safety and happiness in their relationship. Emerald, do me a favor. Would you just take a minute and kind of give us a glimpse into how you got started doing the work that you do? Sure, absolutely. (laughs) So I really discovered from an early age that we were never taught how to love because I had such a desire to meet my Prince Charming, right? We grew up with all these fairy tale movies and pictures and concepts. And so I had this amazing desire to meet the love of my life. And yet my life wasn't going as planned. It certainly wasn't manifesting that way. Instead, I was finding myself in dead-end relationships or men who weren't treating me well, men who would say one thing and do another. And so it was, how was it that I could want something so badly and yet be taking all of the wrong steps and it wasn't manifesting? And so that truly began this lifelong search and passion into how can I create that which I want? Because I knew in my heart that what I wanted was possible, but I didn't yet have all the steps and tools to understand how to get it. Got it. Yeah. A life experience is a great teacher. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure is. Yeah. (laughs) So as you know, we're all about partnership here on the show. And I want to ask you, like for yourself, what have you found to be kind of I call it a guiding principle. Some people, you know, think of it as a quote or a mantra, but what do you do to to make sure you you get back on track whenever you get off in the weeds a little bit? That's a great question. And for me, my daily practice is always meditation, whether it's only 5 minutes, 10 minutes, what name you. I truly believe that we can only be our best selves in partnership if we're doing the our own personal growth work. And so Every single day, I will always go back to myself, connect with myself, connect with source, whatever you want to call it. But that consistency is truly when my life started changing in miraculous ways. Nice. So let's say it's the middle of the day, right? You're, you're living mm-hmm. life and whatever's going on. And who knows what it is? Something happens with you and your partner and all of a sudden you're definitely not being in partnership anymore. You're like, <laughs> what do you do in those moments? Do you go back? Do you take the time and go, I need to sit and meditate? 
You know, sometimes I will. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will go for a walk. Other times I will pull up a really inspirational podcast. I will pull a book off the shelf that I love that I can just flip open randomly and just read what I need to hear. But for me, how can I shift my energy? And it's no one else's responsibility. So if I get in a fight with my partner and I'm feeling like crap, it's not his responsibility to make me feel better. So absolutely, I'll take a time out and I will say it quite clearly. Hey, I'm not in a space to have this conversation right now. Let's reconvene later on when we're feeling better. And and for everyone, feeling better can be different. I gave a couple examples of listening to something inspirational, going for a walk, putting on a great song, grabbing a book off the shelf, and yeah, meditating. Those are all in my toolkit of I know these things help me to shift my energy so I get back in alignment and can be a better high-quality partner to my significant other. Nice. That's awesome. So... One of the things that, that we found with this show is our, our guests are incredibly generous. And, and what I mean by that is our, our listeners love the stories that the guests share because they're so generous with you know their own experiences and what they've gone through. And I'd love to ask you to do the same and, and, and actually start for us kind of sharing one of those times when you tripped up in partnership. And, you know, what, what did you trip on? What, what, what was going on and, and what did you actually learn from that experience that has helped you move forward and have stronger partnerships going forward? <laughs> Where do I begin, Ken? <laughs> okay, so something that comes to mind was when my partner and I first moved in together. And it was a very, there's a lot going on in life at that time. I had just <laughs> closed a business in Colorado and moved down to New Mexico to be with him. He was trying to sell his house. Uh, like I had said, we had just moved in together. He was closing out one chapter, getting rid of that job. We were looking for a place in Colorado to move back to and find a job. So there was a lot of plates spinning up in the air at the same time. And not to mention, of course, all of the little things going on underneath the surface. So let's call them even just subconscious beliefs of what happens when two people move in together and, and take the relationship to the next level. And so we're trying to deal with the myriad of changes that are all going on at the exact same time. And while it should have been this extremely happy honeymoon phase, instead it was filled with bickering and fights and being passive aggressive and being mean and being rude. I mean, anything. It was like this, like we tumbled off a cliff into an extremely healthy, unhealthy way of relating with each other. And it was to the point that we were talking, I remember one day in particular, angrily at each other of, well, what would you do if we split up? Well, what would you do? And, and we went down that path and not in a healthy way, but almost like a passive aggressive, screw you, buddy. This is what I'm going to do without you. And so we were pretty much as low as I think we could have gotten. And that day I went for a bike ride because it helped me to clear my head. For me, exercise, being outside in nature. And as I was riding my bike, I literally had this epiphany, this aha moment of something I had heard from Dr. Pat Allen many, many years ago in my early 20s when I had first started diving into masculine and feminine and relationships and spirituality. And I had just remembered something that she had said about 
the masculine energy and the feminine energy and how the masculine energy truly needs to feel respected and to have his thoughts listened to and the woman to follow his lead. And the feminine energy really, really craves that nurturing, that cherishing, that making sure her feelings are being taken care of. And this popped into my head and it was almost like I had seen the past months in fast forward and I had seen everything we had done wrong and I realized that we had flipped roles and when we flipped roles, we just went down deeper and deeper and deeper into our hole because at his core, he is very much masculine and at my core, I'm very much feminine. So we're acting the opposite. There was no type of permission with role reversal. There was no almost even conscious awareness of what was going on. So we were acting these rolls out unconsciously. I realized that with everything that had been going on in his life and he was feeling stressed out, the rug was pulled out from him. He's trying to balance all these plates and make all these decisions for the relationship. And instead of me honoring his thoughts and respecting his thoughts and asking his opinion, I was barging right in in my masculine energy and saying, well, I think you should do this. And how about this? And what if you talk to this woman at work? And why don't you solve your problems like this? So I had become the problem solver. I had become the man. And as a result, he had switched into his feminine and he was complaining a bunch more. He was, um, talking about these work problems without ever turning to me and asking me how I felt about things and how my job was doing and what did I feel about moving in and being in this new town and I'd closed one business and started another. And so I saw exactly where we had gone wrong. And so to test out this experiment, when I got home that night, uh, from my bike ride. And when he had gotten home from work, I put the practices of Dr. Pat Allen into work. And I just sat down and I asked him, so what are your thoughts about those two women at work? What do you think is the best solution? And then I just leaned back and let him talk for 45 minutes. And all I did was just support him and hear him and truly offer him that respect that he was so craving instead of me being the one that had all these answers. So long story short, we switched roles in energy and it just got worse and worse and worse over the months. And it took just that one moment of conscious awareness of what was going on for me to step back in my feminine role, honor and respect his masculine energy and make the conscious choice from that day forward, and things have been amazing. And provided that was years ago, but this entire concept that I take from Dr. Pat Allen, I teach to my couples and teach to my clients as just a way of recognizing what energy are you being in? How are you speaking with your partner? How are you listening to your partner? Are your needs being met? And if not, how can you communicate it in a way that's also in alignment with your dominant energy? Yes, 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 yes. So important. And, you know, one of the key things that I heard you say there is consciously choosing. Mm -hmm. Because so much of what we're doing is instinctive reactions. Absolutely. And, and the thing about instincts is they're all about self-preservation. They have nothing to do with partnership. Right. So if you're in your instincts and you're just reacting from your instincts... You can just throw your partnership out the window because it's impossible to do. 
Sure. I mean, it's a very primal base where you're at. So you've got to get conscious about what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instincts are absolutely in alignment with the ego, I would say. And the ego is looking out for himself. The ego is protecting himself. The ego is not interested in spiritual growth because (laughs) that's not going to help the ego. And so when we're talking about partnership, it is being conscious every single day because if you allow yourself to slip back into unconscious ways of being and unconscious thought patterns and unconscious words, then you're not acting for the greater greater interest of the partnership. You're just acting for the greater interest of yourself, which will most likely lead to you being single and alone. But your ego's happy and you've looked out for yourself. Yeah. Or it'll, it'll lead you to relationships that are unfulfilling. Exactly. Because you're not looking at the bigger, greater good of the partnership. You're just looking out for number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that so often happens. So I want to flip this around, Emerald. I, I, I want to, I'm wondering if you would share a story of a time when I call it a proud moment in partnership. So it could be any area of your life, maybe career, family, whatever it was. But when you think back on that event, you like can't help but smile. And you're just like, that was so cool. Oh, that's a really great question because there are a lot of, how would I refer to them? Just really, truly soul fulfilling moments like that in my life. And I view them as soul fulfilling because we, we go through our lives and we put so much effort, at least some of us into achieving our desires and our goals and having what we want and becoming a better person. And so when we're speaking of partnership and things that have happened where you just look back at it and you think, dang, that was so cool. (laughs) For me, I'm just reminded of various business partnerships that I've brought in with either other love and relationship coaches, other spiritual teachers, where we've combined our energies together and created a really transformational experience. And it was due to the communication, that high level of really being able to make those conscious decisions. And so one of my dear friends and colleagues and business associates, associates, Kim Bowen, we have done plenty of transformational retreats together for women in Costa Rica and specifically for women that have a history of abuse, sexual trauma, drug addictions, just helping them to go from victim mentality, or maybe they're not even yet in that victim mentality, but are still in that victim mentality, but they're struggling, they're stuck, they can't push through to the other side. And so in this case, for example, being able to work with another amazing female powerhouse and to put our energies together, be able to consciously communicate about things such as money, time, energy, business, what's the greater vision of transformation that we hope for these women to go through, and then to hold that container together for two weeks, see these women come out on the other side, and then months later, have them still follow up an email and say, I can't believe that just happened. That was the most transformational two-week period of my life. When's the next one? And so that entire roller coaster of being able to co-create with another human being to act for the greater good 
of the entire group. So in this case, holding space for 12 other women and then to have it come to completion. And to be honest, there were challenging moments for Kim and I where we had to talk about money if things didn't work out as planned and legal agreements. I mean, all that stuff that could get really messy and mess up a friendship. But then to come through on the other side and once again, to see the transformation of the women and hear it, you just look back and think, that was really cool. Like, I'm so grateful that we have the skills to put that together and to hold that space and container. That's fantastic. And, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that even though this is one of your proudest moments in partnership and it makes you smile and go, this is so cool, that doesn't mean there weren't bumps in the road. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there was one moment in particular where Kim had to reach out for me and say, Emerald, this is really hard for me, but right now I feel this, that, and the other. I, I, I don't remember the exact words she used. I'm not going to go into it, but it was just something along the lines of, I don't feel good, and it's because of what you did or said. Like We need to talk about this. We need to clear the energy. So it, it's not always butterflies and cupcakes, right? There are going to be challenging moments, but it's who you are in those challenging moments that defines you and the tools you can use to move through them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I also find that a lot of times what makes us proud of that experience isn't the easy parts. Right. It's how we weathered the storms and went, you know what? We could have just thrown it, you know, thrown things at each other. Instead, we sat down and we got really honest and got really, really genuine and really conscious about it. And we realized that this was so valuable, we weren't just going to throw it away. Exactly. And that thought crossed my mind of, wow, am I really going to lose one of my longest and dearest friends because of X, Y, and Z? And I'm so grateful I did not, but that's partnership. And that's a very real possibility that can happen when your buttons are pushed and those triggers develop. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is great. I, I love these stories you've been sharing with us. And as it turns out, we're at a part of the show where we're going to kind of step away from stories because we're at a section I call Bring It All Home. And this is where we kind of start to wrap things up. And what I want us to do is explore some, you know, some takeaways that our, our, our listeners can take with them. And where I'd love to start, Emerald, is what would you say for you personally is the best partnership or relationship advice you've ever received? That I've ever received? Mm-hmm. The best partnership advice that I ever received was back in high school. Uh, my best friend, Tim, his parents seemed to have the most amazing relationship because they were always laughing. And I loved going over to Tim's house because it was just a happy environment. And so I remember one day in high school, I asked Tim's mom her secret to success because they were high school sweethearts. They had been married for quite a few years. And once again, I looked up to them because they were the closest example I had of what I thought was a healthy relationship. And she said to me, and she said, you know what, girl, there's a lot of laughs, but the reason for it is that it's always been that you give more than you take. And that stuck with me. And it, it just made me realize that to truly be in a partnership, it's because you want to be in that partnership. So how can you give to your partner more than you give to yourself? And I've since reflected and broken that down. And it's true. If I give to you more than 
I give to me and you give to me more than you give to you, then it is this equal giving where everyone is over giving and not in an unhealthy way. But if both partners are equally thinking about the happiness of the other and the happiness of the relationship, then I could see how that would be very selfless and lead to a lot of laughs and happiness in your partnership. I like that. You give more than you take. That's great yeah. advice. Wonderful. Well, let me ask you this then, Emerald. If, if if you could just pick one, what would be the book or the resource that you would recommend for our listeners around this topic and why that particular one? Around the topic of partnership or yep. specifically? Okay. <laughs> uh, around the topic of partnership, right now, one of the just most amazing books I've read is Nonviolent Communication by Dr. Marshall Rosenberg. And the reason being that I truly believe miscommunication is at the root of any argument, any disagreement. And so if you truly learn how to communicate, for one, your own desires, your needs, your words, and two, you truly understand how to hear what someone is trying to say, because that is the skillful act of communicating, of giving your message, but also receiving someone else's message, I think so many issues would just naturally fade away. And so that book right there, I believe every single human being on the planet should read it. And it would help in any type of relationship in your life, work, love, school, friends, family, you name it. Yeah, that that's a fantastic resource. And uh, I love that you brought that up because it, it is, it's, it's vitally important. And I mean, everybody knows that, right? We all go, communication's the key. <laughs> But we don't normally do much to figure out what that means. Like, well, how can I improve my communication? So, yeah, that's a tremendous, tremendous resource. And and it's been recommended by a lot of people. So this is not a one-off, ladies and gentlemen. This is like (laughs) everybody knows this is an amazing resource. I would highly suggest you go pick it up. Mm -hmm. So this has been great, Emerald. I I love what you've been sharing. And I, I want, I mean... It's pretty clear we could probably do this for the next couple of days, but that's uh, how podcasts work. So I want you to, would, or I want to ask you to anyhow, would you let our clients and our listeners, our clients, our listeners know, like, how do they get a hold of you? How would they learn more about what you do? Sure. Uh, the best way to find me is truly on my website, emeraldsinclair.com, because I fill it with videos, with blogs. I've got plenty of courses, such as a course on communication. Um, and from the website right there, you could join the mailing list. It would give you directions to find me on Facebook. But my website's my home, so I put as much amazing content on there as I possibly can. So it's just my first and last name, emeraldsinclair.com. Excellent. Excellent. And as all of our listeners know, Emerald's going to have a show page on the Speaking of Partnership uh, website. So if you're busy right now, you couldn't jot that down, just go to the website, look for her web, uh, show page, and you'll see a link directly to her webpage. So it'll be really easy for you to get a hold of her. Well, I got to thank you. This has been really, really great. I mean, there's so much that's been exposed here, and I know I'm going to take a lot away from it. I'm sure our listeners are too. Thank you, Emerald, so much for being on the show today. You are welcome. Thank you so much, Ken. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? 
leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.